One thing I enjoy about Advent Health is that it's similar to Disney where we treat or make sure that, you know, we value the guest experience. And so same with Advent Health is that they value um, you know, making sure patients, you know, have adequate care and just the whole wholeness that um, the care that our team provides to, you know, the patients that are within, you know, our network. Welcome back to the Have a Map podcast. My name is Ariana and I'm your host for this episode. Today we have um, intern Rachel Commandy and we also have a special guest, Aloysius Rice. And I'll let you guys um, introduce yourselves. Rachel, you go ahead and start. So I am Rachel Commandy. I am a social media intern with DIM Events. I am also a student studying digital arts and culture at uh, University of Wisconsin-Milwaukee. Nice, nice. Uh, my name is Aloysius Rice, as Ariana mentioned. Uh, I, I guess I should kind of go back in time. Uh, I got my degree in marketing from Mississippi State University uh, way back when. Um, following that, I kind of migrated here to Florida, started a career with Disney, and um, I guess I should say former career with Disney. Um, presently, I'm working with Advent Health as a project manager, and pretty much it's a similar role uh, with what I was doing at Disney, just in a different capacity in a different industry. Awesome. I'm going to kick it off to Rachel to start our question. Um, so my first question is um, just how did you get started? Um, with your career? You mentioned your uh, degree in marketing, but what has your career path looked like? And is what you ended up doing sort of what you wanted to do? Or how has your uh, career aspirations shifted throughout the years? That is a very, very good question. Um, I had no aspirations to work for Disney. It kind of happened on accident. I was um, walking through one of our buildings on campus and I came across a flyer that was advertising the Disney College program and I had some friends that did it and so I had like a semester or so that I could kind of put off and you know do the program and I was just kind of going to you know give it a shot um, but my aspirations it was in entertainment but at the time I didn't really consider Disney as you know, the entertainment mogul that it is. I pictured myself working in Hollywood, maybe being an actor uh, or something along the lines of that. And so when I moved down here, I fell in love with Disney um, so much that I left and then decided to come back to pursue another uh, internship. And so um, I guess during that time, I... Uh, kind of had an idea of like, okay, I want to really make a career out of Disney. I would just want to see where it takes me. And I, at the end of my program, my internship, I got an, op I got an opportunity to help out with this, uh, this tech rollout called My Magic Plus. And so if you've ever been to Walt Disney World Resort here in Florida, um, things have changed a lot over the last seven years when it comes to the in-park and out-of-park experience. So there's like magic bands, there's this new FastPass Plus system where you uh, book fast passes through the My Disney Experience app. So there's all these like technological changes. And so I was part of that rollout. 
And during that time, I was a project assistant and I got interested in projects and like the overall life cycle of projects and just the coordination that goes into it. And so that's what kind of like, I guess was my spark. So if you watch the movie Soul, then you'll get that. But um, I think that was my spark. And I started networking and just kind of getting a feel as to what other opportunities are out there um, with like project management, project coordination. And then that's when I stumbled upon Walt Disney Imagineering. And I ended up meeting some individuals uh, that were my former colleagues and um, eventually met my former director and sometime later in 2015 an opportunity came up and that was the golden ticket for me into the design and construction in industry and so as I mentioned earlier my background is marketing I had no idea what I was getting into I didn't know anything about design architecture none of those things let alone how to like manage and um, you know coordinate large projects like that so it was really eye-opening and it really fulfilled my, or fueled my interest into wanting to gravitate more into this industry. And so that's what led me to this opportunity with Advent Health uh, as a project manager. So that was a really long-winded answer, but uh, that's kind of the gist of it. <laughs> you mentioned um, the importance of networking in um, sort of getting the career that you have now, um, would you say that networking is the most important thing or is it a mix of networking and work experience or maybe just being at the right place at the right time with a willingness to learn? Ooh, that's a good one. You hit it. Um, I, I'm a big proponent of networking. And I think, um, I think that I, I consider myself a product of like what you're saying in terms of like work experience. So like to kind of, I guess, go into a little bit more detail about my little jump into, you know, like, like, you know, my past world of marketing. Um, again, I didn't have a background in design, construction, art direction, even though I don't really do that. Um, I, I didn't have any of those skill sets. So all those things, you know, you can be taught that you can you can easily learn how to do things like that. You know, all it is is just reading, reading a book or going on YouTube or, you know, you know, finding whatever source it is that, you know, you're comfortable with. Um, I think it, it is the willingness to learn. Um, I I was um, very adamant about presenting that to the people that I were that I was talking to as I was networking. Um, I had examples of work that I did um, in my previous job before I got into Imagineering that emulated what I would be doing or I had an idea of what I would be doing with Imagineering. And so I was able to kind of paint that picture and showcase that, you know, even though I don't have, even though I'm not in the role, um, I kind of have an idea of how it of how it works. So I understand the workflow. Um, however, um, there may be some finessing that we have to do once I get in the role, but this is kind of what I understand of it based off the individuals that I've talked to. And so I think that that really helped, you know, sell the, sell the story. And again, my background is marketing. It's all about talking to people, relationships, all that. So um, I think that's what helped me get my foot in the door. 
But as I talk to people and as I talk to, you know, individuals that reach out to me about um, getting into Imagineering or any type of um, other goals, et cetera, um, I always mention that, that, that verse that you said. So definitely networking, uh, willingness to learn, and, you know, just having the can-do attitude, it'll carry you far. I think that's like a great example of kind of like, you know, pushing your limits and like taking risks, because I know it's like really easy to shy away from something when you're like, oh, well, I don't have like much knowledge in like that background. Like I don't have much like background knowledge about that. And so I think that's like a great example of just like taking risks because you never know where, it, where it'll lead you to, you know? And so I think that's really, really inspiring for people to be like, yeah, you know, even though I don't, like I didn't go to school for this or I don't know this, like I can learn and I can, I, I know I have the ability to learn and to succeed at something that I didn't know that I was gonna end up pursuing. Exactly, and I'll even go back and, and add a little to that. When I went to college, um, you know, I had an idea of, you know, what I wanted to do, but at the same time, I don't know if that was really what was um, going to fuel, you know, my soul and make me, you know, just be passionate about, you know, what I was going to do, whatever it was going to be. So I'm, I'm really big on talking to people and telling them, you know, do whatever it is that, that makes you passionate. You don't have to go to college, you know, you don't have to be a top-notch creative director to, you don't have to go to college to be a creative director. Sure, it helps with, you know, credentials, things like that, but, you know, we're all human and most of our experiences are really organic. And I think that's what makes us all unique. And I think college is just a way to, you know, get into, you know, it's your first step into the world and learning how this crazy world operates. But, you know, whatever it is that you're passionate about, you know, pursue it. And if you don't, you know, go to college, that's no big deal. You know, that doesn't, that doesn't make you less successful at all. Um, so I always mention that and encourage people to, to do whatever it is that makes, that fuels their, their interests. And honestly, if I could go back in time, um, I don't know. I probably would have did something in... I probably would have did something in theater or maybe this is really broad, maybe architecture. Um, Cause I do like the design stuff, but I also like art and stuff like that. So I think I was just kind of going with the flow like, oh yeah, I like marketing in high school. Let me just do that. So, but yeah. As someone who is at the very beginning of sort of establishing a professional career, it is really inspiring to hear that what you're interested in now and what you're pursuing now doesn't necessarily pigeonhole you into only one career for the rest of your life, that you can take what you're passionate about and other experiences that you develop and, and grow and explore new opportunities, whatever comes your way. Yep, exactly, exactly. I, I will preach about that, not preach, but I will talk about that all the time. And, you know, I'm, I'm all about, you know, just making sure that yourself, the individual is happy in what you're doing. Um, because at the end of the day, the only person that it matters, that, that it matters to is you. And just as long as you're, as long as you're happy, 
and comfortable doing whatever it is you're doing, then that's all that matters at the end of the day. So I, I had to learn that the hard way. And I think now, um, again, as I talk to people, I make sure that I you know, mention that because I know some people struggle with trying to figure out what it is they wanna do. And um, you know, again, I just preach about like just having organic experiences and just seeing what's out there, whatever it is that fuels you. So if you had, um, so if you were to go back in time, what would be the one thing you would tell your uh, younger self, like a piece of advice or something that you just wish you knew going into, into your career and the life that you would end up having? Don't grow up. Just take your time. And we all, you know, well, you know, we all have birthdays, we all age, you know, it'll happen, but enjoy each stage of your life and don't try to rush into being an adult because now you got bills and you have, you know, all this stuff. I have a, I have a three-year-old toddler and, you know, I'm, I'm, a, I'm a dad and it's, you know, it's, I love it. I love it. Um, but going back in time, um, I would definitely say just Take your time and enjoy the teenage years and enjoy college um, or whatever it is that you have going on at, at your age, you know, just as long as it's legal, things like that. Um, but, you know, don't rush into it because I, I, I can't even remember what um, it was a quote that I came across on Instagram and I can't, I can't remember the exact words, but it was something, I think it was actually something along the lines of like parenting. And it was like not rushing, don't rush your children to grow up type thing. Um, so like, you know, just making sure that they enjoy being a child because they're so innocent. They don't have to be, um, they don't have to be poisoned, you know, with the world and stuff. And I think that, that aids into a child's like creativity or just, you know, your overall creativity because you're so forced to, you know, fit the status quo and you kind of have these blinders on. You're not really truly um, being yourself. So just as long as you can just enjoy your milestones, um, I think that's something that I would have did or told myself back in the day. So, sorry, that was another long-winded answer. That was really good advice. I feel like, um, Rachel, I don't know if you experienced this, but I feel like, especially on social media, like when I go on social media, everybody, especially Twitter, everybody's always like rushing everything and they're like, oh, if you don't have this or this by the age of 25 and you're failing at life or, you really? know, yep. yeah, it makes you feel like there. it's like this timeline and you have to meet these certain dates and times and it's like, it's, it can get really um, overwhelming because it's like, oh, I'm not doing enough or, oh, I'm doing too much or, you know what I mean? And like, it makes you forget that, you know, everybody like goes through life at a different pace and everybody's on their own journey and doing their own things. Like, it's okay to not have, be in your own house by this age. And it's okay if you're taking another year for college or if it's, you know what I mean? And people make you think that you have to do, be doing the same thing as them in order to be considered successful. And it's really hard to kind of remind yourself like, 
no, like this is my journey. Like I'm doing what I feel is right for me. Exactly, exactly. And I, I, I was, I was a victim of that too. Um, you know, seeing, you know, all my older, you know, my friends and stuff, you know, with houses, X, Y, and Z, you know, three, four kids married, all these things, you know, like as soon as I yeah, like graduated, I'm like, dang, do I need to jump and do this stuff too? I haven't even figured out what I wanted to really do. So, um, you know, just, it's, it's not about all of that. It's just taking your time and, you know, going with the flow. And I, I'm, I'm so happy to see a lot of people um, pursuing like, you know, travel, like, you know, going here, going there and just seeing the world. And I, that was probably another thing I wish I would have told myself to like travel the world. Um, but yeah, just, you know, go out and be yourself and learn because once you once you graduate high school and you know say you do go to college and you know you graduate from college you know those are two different people and even 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 after that you know there's going to be like a third person of you at least in my opinion so i think you know you have to have all these different experiences like traveling and just you know being connected with yourself to really find out you know who it, who you are and um, I think that that goes a long way. And I think that will, you know, ultimately help shape, you know, you down the road, you know, as you, you know, get settled within your, you know, your career, your life, et cetera. I know we kind of talked about how, like, um, a lot about, like, how everyone has their own path and their own timeline. And I know that, like, society kind of um, forces people to kind of find their self-worth through their success or through their jobs? And what advice would you give to someone who may not be at the top and who may feel down on themselves because of it, because they find their, they, uh, find their self-worth through what, they, what they've accomplished? And so if they haven't accomplished much, maybe they feel like down on themselves or like how, like what advice would you give to someone who maybe hasn't had their big break yet? Gotcha, so, so like, saying like they're working for some a company or maybe they're like in school, stuff like that. And just trying to, so if I'd say, if you're, if you're, you know, in a, you know, in the workforce, you know, whatever that may be, whatever you may be doing. Um, I think going back to what I was saying, like asking why, because sometimes I think if if you're kind of like stuck as far as like dang like you know why am I here what am I doing, you may not really know like what your what your purpose is, and sometimes it can be hard because like you know say for example if you know you're I'll put Disney on the spot, if you're coming in as an intern um, through the Disney College program, you're not necessarily able to pick where you want to work. It's usually done by, you know, your attitude and how well you interview and how you kind of present yourself through a phone interview. Um, now it may be a little different, but that's how it was for me. And I was lucky to work at, on, I was lucky to work at an attraction. Um, I worked at Kilimanjaro Safaris. If you've ever been to Disney's Animal Kingdom, the safari ride, I was a safari driver, Jambo Caribouni, you know, all that. So, um, I, I knew what the purpose was for our attraction. You know, I knew why our attraction was there, what the, me the message behind it, you know, 
we wanted to make sure that we spread awareness um, uh, spread awareness on animal conservation or environmental you know conservation and uh, poaching. So you know those are you know really important topics and it was it was eye-opening to me because I never looked at it through that lens. I just thought that you know we just make a ride and that's it and there we go. So I think understanding you know why you're doing something helps may help kind of guide you and kind of realign you back into you know your center as far as like what you um what you should be I guess guiding towards and if if you're in a in a in a less attractive position say at Disney um then I guess it's again understanding you know what the purpose is why are you here what are you doing and even outside of Disney what are you what are you doing you know why are you there and I think again asking that question will probably help paint a lot of pictures. And sometimes even companies, they don't necessarily know the why. And, and I think that, again, if you ask that and you ask it to the right person, you know, hopefully if something isn't in place where they understand why they're there, then there will be something eventually created to help paint that picture. Because in the end, remember, you're supposed to add value to the company, and then the company's supposed to add value to you. So again, it's a trade-off. So I think it can it can definitely be difficult at times to understand that like the, there's no small role mentality. So it's nice to be able to uh, work at a company where the larger picture is something that is available and is is easier to understand to know yes what your what role you're doing and why you're doing it but also uh, what you're bringing to the people you're specifically interacting with and and what that is is doing for the company that is something that I definitely strive for in a in a career and I, I think that's what a lot of people strive for as well. Mm -hmm. And I think um, like kind of adding a little bit more to that in in traditions we were always you know we were all we were ingrained that you know no matter what your role was or is at Disney is that you were everybody uh you know takes care of you know the park so if you're walking you know down Main Street USA at you know the Magic Kingdom and you happen to see you know uh Mickey ice cream bar paper on the ground, you pick it up and you throw it away. And that goes to say that no matter what your position is, whether you are the CEO of the, of the company or whether you are, you know, the custodial cast member, um, everybody picks, picks up and makes sure that, you know, we keep the park clean for our guests. And um, that goes all the way back to Walt Disney's principles. And if you've been to, um, you know, anywhere, any of our properties, you'll, you know, once you come across one trash can, it won't be too far before you see another. So there was all these kind of like logistic things and equations and et cetera that, you know, people came up with over the years that said, you know, we need to place a trash can X amount of feet because guests tend to drop, you know, paper, you know, so we want to make sure that that kind of breaks that, that to help, you know, with that. But um, that's the one of the great things about I enjoy working here was that no matter 
no matter what position you were in, you never felt like, at least I never felt like anyone was over me. I could walk and see, you know, the VP of Disney's Animal Kingdom and, you know, he'll say, hey, how's it going? And, you know, hold a conversation with you. And, you know, it, it just goes to show that, you know, no matter his title or how busy his day may be, you know, he takes the time and, you know, says something like that. And, um, and again, that's, that goes back to what I was saying too earlier, like if, as long as, you know, when you're creating value, you know, the person, whoever it may be at the top, they need to be around, you know, the operation to see what's going on, because they may stumble upon that cast member who may not know what their purpose is. And then at that moment, you know, that person that has that, you know, that's in that position in that capacity can say, well, this is why you're here. And, you know, this is, this is, uh, you know, and here's my story. Here's how I got here. Because again, everybody that Disney has a story. And, it, and I think that's what really fuels all of us working here is that we share and we grow off of each other. Um, and that's what helps us grow. And, you know, that's why we have so many great products. So that was another one, sorry. <laughs> I just love talking about Disney. So I grew up with Disney and, you know, so there we go. This, this has been a very Disney centric conversation. <laughs> so like, how would you recommend someone like get through the door at Disney? Is, is there any standard way or is it just working hard and yeah, being at the right place? Um, it's a little of both. Um, but if you're, if you're just trying to, if you have time and you have, um, you, if you have time to spare and you're not in a rush again, we don't want to be, you don't, you don't have to be in a rush. Remember what we talked about earlier. So for anyone listening, you know, you don't, you don't have to rush and have life figured out. So one thing about Disney is that, you know, if you, I think as of maybe a few months ago, we started taking where they started taking uh, college program uh, participants back. So the college program um, uh, portal at one point was open where you could sign up to, to, you know, intern at Disney. And I think at some point they may have professional internships, you know, coming down the pipeline. Um, but those are great ways to get your foot into the door. And as you, you know, if you're, if you're fortunate enough to get into, you know, one of those roles where there's a professional internship or on the Disney college program, you want to really take advantage of, you know, talking to as many people as you can. Um, sorry, it is uh, Florida and it rains every day at like 4.30. So it's like a little late, but it's coming through. Um, <laughs> But you want to you want to take the time to talk to you know as many people as you can, and even if you don't know what your purpose is or know what you or know what your spark is, you can at least um, get a feel for everyone that's a seasoned you know cast member, and they'll tell you you know this is my walk of life, etc. And I think that's what really helped paint the picture for me. And um, as you you know navigate through Disney it's all about relationships and it's all about the people, you know, that you meet. Everybody knows each other. It, we, it's about, I can't remember how many people are in Florida, but 
I have a lot of mutual friends and that work that works at Disney and we all know each other. It's crazy. Um, so people will come to know you and they will be, you know, they will gravitate to you. And again, those stories that we share with each other, they all fuel us. And I think that's what really helped get me where I am. Um, so networking in short, um, even if you don't know what you're doing, you know, talk to people and, you know, if you can, where applicable, you know, shadow uh, where, where you can, you know, if you're interested in learning about a certain position or a certain department, you know, see if you can do a meet and greet or, uh, you know, a one-on-one with, with that individual and, um, you know, you'd be surprised, uh, you know, what, what could come out of that. Um, you never know. So opportunities are there only if you ask. Sometimes you don't ask and you won't ever know. So for sure. Okay, I have like a little lighthearted question. But what is your favorite Disney character? Oh. Ooh. Um you probably haven't even seen it. Um, let me guess. Uh, no, let me let me let me ask you. Have you seen Have you seen Treasure Planet? I'm not gonna say he's my favorite character, but Treasure Planet. I don't think I have. Rachel, have you? I have. It's an oldie, but a goodie. The oldie, but a goodie. See, it's one of those like you know, people don't know about it, but you gotta watch it. So add it. I don't think it's on any platform, but you well, it's on Disney Plus, I think. But okay, check I, it, I have to watch it. Check it out. Um, that's I probably say that's my favorite. Uh, probably my favorite movie, but I do like the characters in it. But um, Jim, uh, he's he's one of the main characters, and I think I kind of relate to him a lot because I'm not going to say I was like a troublemaker or anything as a child, but in the movie, you know, I'm not without getting without spoiling it. Um, you know, he kind of gets into a little trouble. And, and he's a really smart kid. And I, I, I think that, and he had like some hardships and stuff growing, growing up. And so I kind of like felt connected to him in a sense. And, and all he, you know, really wanted to do was, you know, do whatever it is that made him happy. And he was, again, he was a talented person. He's a talented person, but you know, he just had some, you know, craziness in his young, young adolescent stage. But anyway, there's, you know, there's a, you know, wonderful climax and then a wonderful, wonderful end to the story. But um, I think I probably relate to him. But the movie is awesome. It's like one of the best Disney movies, underrated Disney movies. So check it out. Yeah. From the way you describe it, I feel like I might have seen it. I don't know. I feel like I might have seen it. Oh yeah, I'm telling you, I'm telling you, like here for me, like it's it's the best, it's the best. I like all the classic stuff, you know. So yeah, um, but yeah. What about yours? Ooh, I um, <laughs> I don't even. Well, I'm like a big Marvel fan, and I know Disney kind of owns Marvel now, so like definitely Marvel is definitely like everything Marvel. I everything. I I love, but um. <laughs> I, yeah, I feel like I love every Disney movie. I feel like it always has such a good message. Like 
that new movie like Luca that was so cute I just saw that um I watched it with my nephews it was adorable um the new movie was is it Raya yeah yeah that one was cute too there I just they always come out with the cutest movies and I love how it's starting to be so like more inclusive like more diversity within their um uh animated characters and yeah Right, right. Agreed, agreed. What about you, Rachel? What's your favorite? My favorite Disney movie is probably underrated as well. Saving Mr. Banks. Um, Ooh, that's a good one. Not a lot of people have seen it, but it basically talks about how they made Mary Poppins. And I never really loved Mary Poppins as a kid. I enjoyed it. Um, but I really enjoyed getting to see them peel back the layers of the story behind this um, timeless, magical classic and getting to know like what goes into um, such a pivotal part of Disney history at the time. I think it's a really lovely story and, and it's shot very beautifully. That's probably one of my favorite movies of all time and then just made better by the fact that it's Disney. Uh, see, I got—I have a confession to make. When I watched that, I think I cried. It—it, it, I don't know what it was, but there was just so much emotion that went into that, and you know, it's—it's it's crazy. It's crazy. I don't know. I don't know what it was, but anytime I watch it, I get teary-eyed. So I can't make it through without sobbing. Okay, well, gl I'm yeah. glad I'm not the only one, so I'm not afraid to admit that. <laughs> No, I am, I'm a baby with certain movies. Like if it's sad, I'll cry, like for sure. But um, I feel like I, so you know how you always have like that one movie that you always watch? Like, I feel like my comfort Disney movie is Tangled. I don't know why, but I feel like it's so lighthearted and innocent. And like, it makes you feel, it just makes you feel like life is good. You know, like it just has, it just highlights all like the beautiful things about life. And it makes you like, feel grateful for everything you have especially because like the main character you know Rapunzel like she had never been like in the real world so she's like oh my gosh grass and you're like it's grass but then you're like oh it's grass you know it's like pretty it's nice like the world is like a beautiful place and sometimes you gotta like you know be like kind of recognize that again and like be grateful for where you are and it kind of keeps you like grounded and you know mindful of that. I have those, I have a few of those movies too, where I, um, like I will, it, it gives me happies and stuff. I remember when I was a kid, I would, I think one of the first Disney movies I saw was The Rescuers or maybe Robin Hood. I think Robin Hood is probably like the number one for me. But I remember, you know, like while my mom, you know, was either, you know, you know, fixing us food um, or, or whatever, like I would be watching, you know, while she was doing, you know, X, Y, and Z as a kid. And it just, you know, gave me all the, gave me all these warm and fuzzies, you know, as, it, you know, anytime I saw it on TV, I would, you know, go and watch it sometimes just to kind of reminisce, reminisce from that, you know, era. But I think that's one thing I like about, you know, our movies is that no matter what age we are, we connect to it in some way. And it's always our go-to to, you know, keep us grounded, make us happy, and just gives us so much emotion. So, yeah. Yeah, that's why I love Disney Plus, too, because they have, like, everything on there. Like, yeah. old, old. And it's so crazy. Like, I know I was watching my nephews, and they were, like, 
I was watching them watch um, Sandlot and I'm like, it's so <laughs> crazy because they're like that movie was made a while back and they're so young and it's like, it's crazy to see how like, you know, um, older generations like childhood is like now available to like newer generations and it's like and even when I'm scrolling through Disney Plus I'm like oh my god like I forgot about that movie like it's, <laughs> I totally forgot it even existed and it brings back so many memories yep mm-hmm. yes it's wonderful getting to rediscover old favorites and then new old favorites that you might have missed Agreed, agreed. You guys have me wanting to watch something tonight, so we'll see. <laughs> yes, for sure. I um, we have this popcorn maker in my house, and so like I, I'm finally we stopped using it for a while, but I'm finally like using it again. I feel like I'm like the movie theater person with all like the popcorn and stuff. But um, I love like just eating popcorn and watching movies. My family loves having movie nights, and Disney Plus is definitely definitely a go I'll, I'll probably have to do that tonight too yep yep I think uh I think I'm sold too now so once um once my kiddo gets home we're we're gonna pop it or pop in a movie no we don't do that anymore it's 2021 yeah Disney plus watch it watch something <laughs> and it'll probably be Luca because I watched that for like the 10th time so yep yeah so yep. good it's good it's so cute uh to take us on just another quick tangent real quick do you have a favorite disney parks attraction oh that's a good question (sighs) if it's too difficult i'm very sorry no i um kilimanjaro safaris because i work there and i'm a little biased to that because obviously um but that is probably my favorite and honestly not just because I work there my mom and my sister and uh, my niece oh and my my dad stuff my family I should say all that they they got a chance to ride um, my safari I think right before sometime before I started like my middle job with Disney so where I wasn't driving anymore and so I think that'll always have a special place with me, no matter when I'll ride it, no matter, you know, when I go ride it again, I will always like, you know, think about that moment, you know, when I got a chance to give them, you know, my safari spiel. Um, so I think that's, that's probably my favorite, but outside of like that, um, probably, probably, I'm not going to say Flight of Passage, but I like Flight of Passage. I didn't work on the attraction, but I I really like that ride. It's a, if you, have you, have you guys ever rode Flight of Passage? Okay. It's, um you know, it it's, it's, I think, I'm trying to think how many, yeah, so there's like four ride rooms and just the amount of work that goes into programming all of that like blew my mind like just back in stuff but just the amount of work and the hand amount of people that touched that you know it, it fascinated me and so um and plus that was like one of the one of the that attraction and that land was probably like the staple for like what we're doing now with like you know what they're doing now with like star wars lands and all these 
immersive lands and stuff. So I think that's probably like my second favorite is Flight of Passage. So, uh, yeah. Animal Kingdom is my most definitely my favorite park. Like out of the four, Animal Kingdom is my favorite. And I loved that Avatar ride. It was so cool. It's like a simulation. Yeah, that's that's what I'm talking about. Yeah. Oh, that's what you're talking about. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I should have said, yeah, that that that's it. Yeah. Yeah. And then like even when you're waiting in line, it literally has everything from the movie, like the lab. And I was like, and then they had an actual like real life-size avatar floating in like a tub or whatever. And I was like, this is cool. What? I was yeah. like, okay, Disney. Like <laughs> the Animal Kingdom is most definitely my favorite part out of all four of them that I will always, I love that part. I agree, agreed. And Rachel, you have to agree too. Otherwise we disown you. Yeah. Well, I, I will talk about my love of Flight of Passage for <laughs> years to come. It is consistently the ride that just makes me drop my jaw every time I see it. It is spectacular. Yeah, just all of the work that must have went into it. And it is, it is breathtaking. Yeah. It is. Did you, did you guys, uh, next time you go, look out for my picture in the queue area, like where that um, where that uh, figure in the amnio tank is. Uh, my profile sometimes cycles through. So next time, see if you can find me. Oh, I will. That's cool. We'll scavenger hunt. Yeah. yeah. Sorry about that. My audio flipped out. Can you hear me now? Yeah. <laughs> sorry about that but yeah so um yeah next time check it out is that your favorite part too Rachel I'm probably more of a Hollywood Studios fan although I, I love all the parks Hollywood Studios is probably my least favorite what oh ouch I, have, I haven't been on rocking what it's called rocking 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 roller coaster yeah I haven't been roller, on that part. Yeah. I haven't been on that one. I um I don't know why it's my least favorite. I just feel like I don't know. Yeah, I, I I'm I it's the least park that I probably been, probably been to recently, um, but I do enjoy going there, and I have really yet to even see like Star Wars Land. Um, I've been there, but I haven't like wrote the attraction or anything like that. Yeah. But, but Is it yeah. new? Yeah, it's new. It, it, okay. it opened just before the pandemic, I think, yeah. if I'm not mistaken. But, yeah. um, I went to Disney for like New Year's. So it was like really close before like the pandemic hit. Mm -hmm. And I remember that attraction like was really new and you had to like, have like like you had to either get like like super early or already have like a it, it was just hard to like get to like you because it was so new yeah and yeah. so I never got to see it but I heard it was like really cool I've never been like a Star Wars junkie but I think um I've heard that it's really like really cool mm -hmm. yeah so it's yeah I'm not a Star Wars junkie either but it is cool like you know the portfolio all that like the trilogy the you know stuff star wars stuff but uh i don't get it so, <laughs> so i i like star wars i don't i don't love star wars to the extent that i know a lot of people 
do, but I've always appreciated more of like the Hollywood Boulevard, Sunset Boulevard areas of the park. I like the movie making aspect and just being able to walk around like old timey Hollywood and you get immersed in that with the music and the sights, the sounds. I agree with that. I think that part of Hollywood Studios is really cool. I really, I, yeah, I agree with that for sure. But I have to say after Animal Kingdom, Epcot, I love that place. Oh, that has a special place in my heart too. Yeah, yeah. love Epcot too. And hopefully by the time you guys come back, they'll, they'll, or next time you come back, they'll have um, uh, Ratatouille supposed to open up later this year. Mm. So that, that was one of the last attractions I worked on. Um, I did work on one after that, but that was one of the ones that I touched um, right after Avatar. But I'm looking forward to that because it's a fun, fun ride. So awesome. yeah. Is there anything we should look out for in Ratatouille? Little Easter eggs, anything you can tease? Uh, no, nothing I can't tease. Um, but um, I will just say like, just, you know, you know, like with everything, you know, when you're walking through the parks and stuff, you know, if you, if you really hone in on some of the details, whether it's like, you know, you see like a newspaper ad or or better yet like say a magazine ad in a window display or something like that sometimes there's like hidden things in there it could be like imagineers names uh special dates stuff like that so um just you know kind of keep your eyes on like little details like that because we just don't put it out in front of you and say there you go you know you have to really like you know if you're looking for things you'll find them so yeah. Okay. So to kind of like close us out and whatnot, um, if you could leave the viewers with anything today, what would you what would you want them to take out of our conversation? Um, I would probably say, uh, you know, no matter, you know, it's OK to not know um, what you want to do right now. Um, that doesn't mean that you are less successful or anything like that, um, take your time, figure out what it is that, you know, gives you purpose, that fuels your, you know, passion, and um, you'll know when you know. And then, you know, once you do discover your purpose, and when you're ready to start walking in it, um, uh, networking will aid you and guide you uh, along the way. Uh, you know, make sure you talk to people that you come across, you know, meet everyone. I was actually hoping that wasn't me because uh, I forgot to do that to mine. Because uh, It was my computer. My phone isn't... Um, has the ringer off and my computer just oh, okay. screaming at me. No, it's all good. All good. Um, but yeah, so, you know, talk to, talk to people, meet people and no matter, you know, where life, you know, uh, success takes you, you know, never, ever forget, um, uh, never ever forget the person at the bottom. 
no matter how, how you go. Um, that is important. That is important. Um, we, we've got to, as new people, as a new young generation, our generation, you know, there, there's this uh, transition that's about to happen where, you know, uh, baby boomers, et cetera, they're going to be retiring. And then it's going to be us, you know, you know, leading the world. And so, you know, ideally we want it to be a much better place than what it is now. And, you know, we understand what it is to make it better. And it all starts with us. And no matter what job you have, whatever industry it is in, um, always remember the little person at the bottom and don't be afraid or don't, don't shy away from that. Treat them just like you would your other C-suite, you know, co-workers, if you will. So everybody's important and never ever forget that. And, and um, what else I will say? Um, yeah, I think that's probably it. Just, and always have a willingness to learn and that will carry you far, far greater than any degree, you know, could carry me. So I feel like if I didn't have my degree, I probably would, you know, probably have maybe ha had these positions, I don't know. But um, have a willingness to learn. Um, it shows your character, and it, you know, shows that you, you know, are willing to do, you know, whatever it takes to add value and receive that value. So, and always remember that, that it's a trade-off. So you get something, and then um, the company gets something in return. So. I think that's what I would say to kind of wrap it up in a bow. Yeah, that's great advice. Thank you so much, Aloysius, for joining us. And thank you, Rachel, for asking great questions and for being here. Um, yeah, uh, make sure you guys tune in for the following weeks for Have a Map podcast. We have some great guests. And um, thank you so much for joining us. Does anybody have any last words they want to say? Thank you guys for having me. Um, I really enjoy, you know, speaking with people and I enjoy, you know, forums like this. So uh, I'm always, I will always put time down to make sure that I do do something like this. So thank you for the opportunity. Of course, we loved having you. Thank you so much.